Hello, welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG slash schedule. Please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together. Denizens of the multiverse to Talking is a Free Action. This is our weekly show where we kidnap. No, I've been told not to say kidnap. Borrow, borrow, momentarily inconvenience <laughs> have, have inhabitants of the material plane. And, and we put them through a gauntlet of challenge rooms and questions to see what makes them tick and find out more about them. To what end? Well, who knows? <laughs> no. We do know it's to get all of their knowledge. We really, really love knowledge. And we just want to learn as much as possible about the material plane. Yes, we do. My name is the Illusionist, and I represent the Question Masters, your resident benevolent inquisitors. This is my Temple of Truth. And for your consideration today, dear audience, I have appropriated Augury. And just... Look at how fabulous he is. Welcome, Augury. How are you doing today, dear? Um, I'm fine. I'm just wondering, are we recording in front of a live audience, right? Oh, yes. Well, some of them will be able to chat, but you can't, you're not allowed to, to respond to them. Yes. yes. They're, they're there. They're all watching. They're all listening. I can see the producer back there and... Mm -hmm. Oh, no, yes. no, don't pay attention Everyone. to the people behind the camera. No, they're, they're not important. Okay. You're important, dear. You yes. Do. Oh, well, you know, I know that. So uh, it, it's lovely of you to raise everyone else's awareness to that as well. Thank you, darling. Oh, flirting already. Stop. It's too early. Honestly, augury here is from the material plane you'll be pleased to know and also i have reason to believe that augury is also connected to a higher being known as ali who also resides in a different plane known as the material world no that's where augury is from the real world yes yeah. we're hoping to ex i heard do you know do you know have you been to the real world augury um. So sometimes I yeah. when I eat a lot of like at dinner and I have like nightmares, I dream of this world without magic. Can you oh, imagine that? It sounds awful. How? How? How do you do Is that too much spicy food or cheese or garlic? What sets that off? I don't know, it's plain and they don't have prestidigitation, so you have to do your chores by yourself. What a nightmare, huh? Right. Ugh. Poor well. them. Bless them. It sounds like an awful place, but we really ought to find out more about it. So if we can get into Ali's brain as well, then we shall. Now, I always ask this of my guests, Augury, but uh, I have a feeling that uh, you are more ready than some to put on a show. Is that correct? 
I'm always ready to put a show. Just ask my friends as as time passes or as uh, tea or the others. Mm, yes. So actually, no, I'm getting ahead of myself. We have some lovely sponsors and supporters to thank, but put a pin in that. We'll come back to that. I, I just wanted to throw out a wonderful, wonderful big thank you to our sponsors and supporters, uh, to Hero Forge, to Ultra Pro, to Phoenix Dice, Alchemy RPG, and our supporters, Idol Champions, Neverwinter, Elderwood Academy, and D&D Beyond. They are all just as fabulous and glamorous as Augury's goggles, yes. And also, excellently fabulous people are our patreons the d20 club you could be as wonderful as they are by supporting us there too there is uh, something called a chat where our viewers can interact with us and each other so if you were to ask about patreon and the d20 club in chat you can uh, you can go and find out more there as well as about all of our wonderful sponsors and supporters and if you can't join us here in the temple of truth live you can always listen on your favorite podcasting app by searching for roll together rpg and the same if you wanted to find us on social media i hear this is a big thing in the real world but you can also find mm. us under roll together rpg we have infiltrated the media of the social variety mm. yes now now that all that's done augury please tell me now you are from a different area of the material plane than a lot of our other guests that we've had on can you tell us a little bit about your world where we have pulled you from today what's been happening with you well uh one would say that the place and time where i'm from uh fashion was different was like mm. jazzy and was like steampunkinish and you know we have those amazing things to go from one place to another place called trains but mm. also like flying trains Ooh. actually last time i was on duty i was trying to recover an item and we were on a train a steam that the, the train was on the sky and it was beautiful um yeah my other friends and i we managed to do it quite creatively i would say and yeah we're just uh looking for the next job so you acquired the item in a creative fashion how creative do tell do you have did you do, do you have like a usual shtick that you do when you're on a job or was this a totally different technique that you tried this time? I would say every job is unique, mm -hmm. but we have this, I would say, uh, dynamic where uh, T, one of my usual um, co-workers, we always are like fighting, not, we don't fight, we compete. So we are always, you know, trying to be on top of each other. Uh, but then we have those other uh, comrades that they come with crazy ideas. But the idea is always like, we don't know each other. And then we get into the job, but we have a plan always. And ah, so they were new co, apart from T, they were new co-workers for you. Uh, I, I work with uh, Astampa, as time passes by, mm -hmm. yeah, them <laughs> a couple of times. Yes, and very tight I, pants. 
Yes. And I went to school with another of them, but yeah, school was not really for me. So yeah. Sorry. Fair enough, darling. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much. And do you think you'd work with them again? I love to. I definitely think we are a good combination of skills and interests. And we have, I would say we have still unfinished business in the sense mm -hmm. of, I think we want to achieve something bigger in this life. Would you describe yourself as, now, I don't want to throw around just petty terms like thief willy-nilly, you know, like I would be very upset if people refer to us as kidnappers, you know, it's very gauche. How would you describe yourself as an acquisition artist or what is your main focus? Is it art? Is it artifacts, valuables, money? Uh, I could say everything. We recover goods, money, people. Um, so I could say we are, we, we are, we provide solutions mm. for lost, not necessarily lost, um, retrieve, we retrieve goods mm -hmm. in any kind. Well, it's wonderful that your services are being offered to the world. And if anyone is in need of such services, I'm sure you can contact Augury and the team and they will reacquire your assets for you. For the right price, of course. Of course, of course. Now, Augury, now that we've got to know you a little bit more, this is so exciting. I've never had a guest that's been so willing. I mean, the last one, there was the, the fish man, Nate. He was willing to start with, and then he turned out to be a bit of a, a chatty one. So we'll see how you get on. I mean, how often are you kidnapped? Sorry, sorry. How often are you brought onto a being like you? Like, you should at least have a pint or a cup of tea rather than complain. Oh, what am I here? But not my business. Oh, did you did you want did you want to drink? I do apologize. I'd love to. And Algorius brings out his own drink. Oh, okay. Well you're sorted then. I, I, I found this like backstage. I hope you don't mind. No, no, that's that's wait, let me look at that glass. That's not Okay, uh, just don't let the producers see that, okay? Because I don't want to get into trouble. Just keep it hidden. But you you hold on to that, darling. <laughs> I basically say like a unicell or like a cardboard thing. Good. Yes, yes. Uh, we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't want uh, Sheila to, to know that you'd taken her drink. So just keep <laughs> it under wraps. Anyway, the Temple of Truth. <laughs> Are you ready to go in and face your first challenge, Augury? Is there a prize at the end? Well, the prize is you get to go home alive and uh, you'll forget this ever happened. Uh, Augury passes alive and I was like, how, how fantastic sounds that. I, I thought always so. dream about that. Great. Well, I'm delighted to be providing such good service for you. So, the Temple of Truth stands before you. It is a grand structure because 
of course, it's me. Uh, we have large silver doors inlaid with swirls and mysterious writing. There is a large handle on it as you reach towards it. Could you please roll me a D100? Uh, of course I can. Oh my goodness. Uh, oh, you do two dice, yes. That is only a 15. Only a 15? Gosh. So, you reach for the door handle. You open the door. You go in? Um, uh, if you, in case you didn't notice, there is a beautiful cat behind me. Oh, hello. Uh, Nix. Oh. And says hi. Hello, or, Nix. Uh, Nix is my oldest companion and mm. we get along quite well. Oh, lovely. However, he is used to this job. Mm -hmm. So Ogori is going to put um, one hand on the on the wall and change his mind to Nix. And Nix ah. is the one who is going to push the door and walk in. So you're, you can just see through Nix's eyes or does your consciousness transfer into Nix? Uh, I can perceive through uh, Nix. Okay. But, and but we can communicate so they can do what I want. Cool. And for the um, the audience members who may not have met Augury before now, you say Nix is a cat, but could you describe? Uh, yes. My familiar, so uh, from uh, Wizard um, College. Cool. And what does Nix look like? Nix is made of electricity and mostly blue with a little bit of green tones. It's a really fat cat because he likes to be pampered a lot. Nice. Uh, nice. So actually, Nix looks like your goggles. Absolutely. Just there you go. Yes. Amazing. Does Nix make noise? Does Nix meow? Does Nix make like electricity noises? Electricity. It, it sounds like zzz, zzz, yes. And when <laughs> when they pass through you, obviously the static sounds on your um, on your clothes. Amazing. I love that. That's so cool. So, oh, hello. Nat is here, by the way, narrating. <laughs> um, <laughs> you push the door open just a little bit, so Nix kind of trots in. Um, and you see through Nix's eyes, uh, low to the ground because cat, small cat, right? Normal cat size cat? Yes, normal size. Yeah. So uh, you walk in and you see a pair of feet and you look up and up and up. In fact, you look down again a little bit because not you're not that far <laughs> up. You're just actually a little shorter than that. It's, it's, it's augury. It's another augury, but looking a little bit younger and a little bit more naive and a little bit less experienced, one might say. Maybe Augury at level one. And he excitedly says, Oh, hello. I, what, what's, uh, what, what's happening? Can you give me some advice? What advice would Augury give to level one Augury? So Nix 
is gonna I'm gonna come back to myself mm-hmm. and I'm gonna step into the room and just laugh at me because something that you gonna have noticed first thing is that Ogori is semi-naked so it's topless mm-hmm. and Ogori don't remember doesn't remember when that started but that little oh. Ogori level one already has no top um, right. so that's fun for me <laughs> when this happened I don't know partial nudity they... was pre-adventuring days yes. and they say uh, first of all uh, you need to understand that school is not for you and it's okay if you drop out please don't read into that it's not that you're not enough it's just that it's not for you there's other stuff that is where you are great at However, there is this little fella that you need to make friends with. Find Laura and be best friends from day one. You're gonna love it. Now, there is some stuff that we could have done better. We don't have to do graffitis. We don't have to destroy the school property. We just can walk out the door. We just, we don't need that attention. We know how precious we are, and Elora will be there by yourself all the time. Oh, that's so sweet. The um, the illusionist is stood in the corner of the room. You didn't notice when she stepped through the door. She was just there watching you. Um, how do you think uh, younger Augury would react to that? I think as we all, when we are all um, teenage years, we tend not to listen to experienced people. So probably Okuri will try to pretend that he knows better and that nobody will tell him about school because he's a clever, the cleverest of the cleverest. Mm-hmm. So being the smart ass that he thinks he is, he will just don't listen and repeat the same actions Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Inevitability of personality. Um, the uh, the illusionist will will step forward a little bit. The younger um, Augury will just freeze, and uh, and she'll say, "Oh, that's very interesting." So, Elora, this is someone you met at Wizard College. Ah, what's the history there? Uh, there's not much history apart from me taking her notes and, you know, like being here for them and etc. And we just, we're just friends, that kind of friendship that comes from the studying. kind of friend that does all of the work for their friend. Uh, yes. But no, I mean, at some point I had to be accountable for myself and that's when I I left college. Uh, But uh, stop, I think it's she, right? I think it's a she, yeah. Uh, She uh, was always there for me, trying to push me and convince me not to leave college. But at the end, we both knew that, I mean, deep down we knew school was not for me. We still hang out. We do jobs, like the last one. Um, 
I hope, I hope she one day gets to be Archmage, Archmage, and in her memoirs, she will write a small but important chapter about messing around school. Not, not just a little footnote, a whole chapter. A small chapter, but a chapter. I don't know how she could miss you out, darling. I'm sure you'll be quite heavily featured. Wonderful. Well, young Augury seems to be rejecting your advice, but oh well. Uh, <laughs> but behind him, you do see another silver door has appeared as if it just ripples into being. Would you like to go through it? Uh, Nix is going to jump to my shoulder, mm-hmm. as he usually do, does. Um, and as I walk past Augury, I'm, uh, Augury, all Augury, or this Augury, takes out the goggles and puts them on uh, on the on the head of your Augury. And I keep walking. And I will use the opportunity to take them <laughs> off because it's a little bit busy. Um, You're getting a bit starstruck with your own. <laughs> That's so, um Auguri now feels a little bit, um, he was a little bit afraid about all this thing of the bigger entity that um, the illusionist is, but now he's like, oh, this is just games and questions, of course. So he will just right open the door without thinking anything. Ah, getting cocky now, are we? Wonderful. Roll me that D100 again. Let's see if you handle the next thing so easily. 21. 21. Okay. (laughs) All right. As you go through the door, you find yourself what was previously a dark room with with young augury in it and not much else. This time, you find yourself suddenly outside. It's a sort of plains sort of environment. There is uh, some dust on the floor that starts swirling about your feet. You find yourself, ah, not plains. No, there's a fence over there and a barn. And, uh, oh, a chicken. I'm on a farm. Do you... Have a look at the chicken. Do you go closer? Is, is this a farm in a room? Or this, is, oh, as far as I can see, is farm and fields? As far as you can see, it's farm and fields. You're outside, darling. Uh, Augury was a countryside child. Oh, brilliant. And then they moved to college, obviously, to an academy. Mm-hmm. And it's not like they miss all of that freedom, but they miss the smell of clean air, you know, like full of when drain, when, uh, yeah, when uh, the soil is wet with rain or really early in the morning with after uh, snow or things like that. So Augury is just going to take the biggest of the bread and then he's going to cast Mesh Hunt, but the one from the Arcane Tricksters, Trickster. And it's gonna pick up one of the one of the chickens. 
Okay, well, as you take that deep inhalation, you do get those wonderful smells. They, they're all sort of turned up to 11. Uh, everything is more uh, more pungent, more aromatic than it usually is. That smell of peat and rain and dust and corn and animals. Mm-hmm. The smell of animals is quite strong. As you use your mage hand to pluck up this chicken, to start with, you can only see one. But as you pick it up and you look closer, suddenly the the usual beak and uh, frills, I'm sure they have a proper name, um, of the chicken sort of drop down and merge and form and twist. And what you have in your mage hand is actually an abyssal chicken. And it starts sort of at you from inside the mage hand. <laughs> um, and I, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put a safe distance between me and the chicken using the mage hand, and then I'm just gonna start slowly walking away from them. And is <laughs> like there any backwards or like sideways just being like I didn't see that at all? <laughs> You're more like if I don't see you, you don't exist. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, is there any building? There's a large farmhouse, yes. It's very uh very sort of cozy and traditional looking, like sort of red wood with the white slats on it. A large roof. Uh, I will make my way there really fast. Mm-hmm. Are you going inside? <laughs> Are you like... trying to hide from it inside the, the barn? Yes. Okay. Um, does Nyx give you any warning about anything at all? Do, do, what abilities does Nyx have? Uh, it's a normal cat, just which a cat. means I think it just has uh, advantage whatever that means, on the smell things, on perception. Okay. As you get closer, you start turning the handle, like lifting the the bar to open the barn door, and you just start opening it, and Nick starts to go... As you start to open it even more, it bursts open and a wave of about a hundred abyssal chickens all come out. <laughs> just covering you. Okay. Okay. They're all nibbling at you. <laughs> I will run away. <laughs> Do you ha- are you just trying to are you just trying to run or are you trying to shake them off somehow? Are you using any spells? How would Augury deal I'm with this? I'm gonna cast silent image to create the most delicious what do abyssal chickens eat? Abyssal corn on a cup? Let's go with yes. I'm gonna create I'm gonna create uh, corn on a cup but it's gonna be purple Mm -hmm. and it's gonna have eyes and it's gonna have um, brains and it's gonna be gooey. <laughs> and it's gonna. Oh, you just and, described uh, as some kind of jelly, <laughs> not, not <laughs> corn. 
and I will use precipitation to make it smell like fresh, like fresh beef. This is fresh beef. Yeah. This is cursed food, and I am here for it. <laughs> Add it to our pile of cursed food menu. Uh, amazing. Um, all of the chickens, sort of like the ones that are flapping around you and like nibbling at your ankles. Does Augury wear boots, or does Augury have hoofs? Uh, uh, boots. Yeah. Boots. Uh, uh, leather boots and leather trousers. Of course. But they, they, I mean, they're, they're nibbling at the boots, but you know, leather boots are quite tough, um, and uh, sort of they can't really fly too much. They're kind of awkwardly flapping around you a bit. But when you cast that, they all sort of <laughs> and uh, and lock in on this cursed corn blancmange monstrosity, <laughs> um, and they all start like piling on it. And there's just a big like dust ball of, uh, of flapping. Uh, the wings and and beaks and awfulness, and you are able to sneak away. You um, looking around, you see because you've emptied them all from the barn. You, if you look inside, you catch glimpse of another silver door at the other end of the barn. I will make my way to the silver door, and I will say next next time a little bit of you know heads up. I mean, that was fine, but a little bit more. And then... Yes. Amazing. As you grab the handle, the illusionist appears again. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? (gasps) It was terrifying, but I guess thrilling could be a little bit fun. Let's not do that again, please. No. Oh, that's such a shame. I realised, darling, I forgot to mention at the start, if at any point during all of this things get too much and you couldn't possibly... I mean, you dealt with that very well. But if you couldn't possibly deal with any of the challenges, you can always say, talking is a free action. And then I'm going to pull you out of the situation. And then this higher being known as Ali can have a little chat to my higher being known as Nat. And we can answer a question. In fact, I'm going to do that right now, just to set you an example. All right? Say- I do. Token is a free action. There you go. <laughs> Hi, Ali. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm all right. Good, good. Um, I, how, how are your eyes doing now? Can you see a bit better? Are you still feeling dizzy? Yeah. Okay. You want me to go back? No, no, no it no, was you, just having them. It's like, because of the hex thing, I dabbled. see things like, hard to click on the right. <laughs> <laughs> no, did, I, did I roll a seven or a seven, seven, seven? How many? Ah, too many numbers. Six or I'm invoking the devil. <laughs> well, I have rolled a 24 on the questions, which is who would play your character slash characters? So we could talk about the other characters you have played as well in a screen adaptation. So who would you cast as Augury and what genre would their biography be? Uh, what was the second part? What what genre would their biography be? So would it be like a a romance or a sci-fi or a thriller, horror? Definitely, it could be uh, Ocean Eleven kind of thing. Heist. Yes. Yeah. Um, but then I quite like the last one where all the cast is uh, female or femme. Mm. Um, so probably I would insert augury into that kind of drama. Well, uh, 
moving. Uh, it needs to be someone really young. So I'm gonna say uh, Spider-Man. Um, oh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yes. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yes. Yes. It has to be. It, it, yes. Yes. No other one can do it. Um, and I guess uh, Brad Pitt has to do a cameo in that movie. Uh-huh. Because I uh-huh. know and it could be about stealing what do we have to steal we have to steal um well this is a screen adaptation of augury's life so it could be oh. that it could be that it's just recreating last uh last call at gate six uh yes absolutely so i will cast uh oh my goodness i don't want to put names on on the others I will let Tom the Holland, others. Oh, that's fine. Tom Holland is a is a good one for uh, for that because I, I think obviously because we've so iconically seen him as Spider Man playing this sort of nerdy character, but actually he's like he's musical theatre professional and star. So he's got all of the um, the physical uh, like abilities. He could do all the co- cool flips and and tricks and stuff, but also. Um, he can put on the the charm and the suave persona when needs. We just don't get to see that because that's not what he's cast as very often. That's very cool. How about some of your other characters? So, Oryxes are complicated because they are lion persons, right? But I guess with with the right um, makeup, I would say. Um, What's um, Vane from The Dark Knight? Um, oh, uh, Tom Hardy. Yes, absolutely. Please, please. Most of nice. them. I yeah, mean, yeah. the thing is, all of them are like kind of different shapes and sizes, but with the right characterization, I think a good lion could come out of it. Um, Tom Hardy has a bit of a like like the the, the the big shoulders and the sort of I mean I remember in Taboo it was very like silverback gorilla but he does have that sort of beastie quality right so you can imagine him being like big lion guy. I mean I can't remember which one it was the the oryx that was in the the one where you um fought the beholder uh silvermane oryx silvermane um and they they used uh... they they punched really hard right no, no, they are all um, utility, so they oh, okay. they, uh, they are peace cleric, so they right. just take the damage from others. Uh, but um, they use heavy armor, so pretty, pretty on point with with uh, Tom. Another Tom. Um, so yes, uh, that's it. All of the rest of your characters now have to be cast by uh, Toms. By Toms, good. So Teseli, <laughs> which Tom are you gonna be? Um, I don't know, but Tom Selleck. So the setting needs to be someone tall and slender. So, oh, but in the face, oh, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be a Tom. It's fine. Um, these, I know, I know. Um, but let's mostly. Uh, what's in it? Uh, in Avengers. Mm. That version of Silver Quick. Oh, Quick uh, Silver. Um, in I think it's a guy uh, from Picas, isn't it? It's okay. Yeah, there's there's the two of them, right? And because because they also they brought in the other version into One Division. 
Yes. To have that, like, oh, there's the two of them. Um, where are you, Maeve? Where are you? I wanted to hunt somewhere. Um, you. Um, what? Taylor, uh, Aaron Taylor. Ah, uh, Aaron Taylor. Make, place. Make. Nice. Make the set. Yes. Yes. Very good. Very good. Awesome. So the illusionist is gonna is gonna pick you up again. And suddenly you are Augury again. <laughs> goggle mode. Oh, activated. Oh, I don't have goggles anymore. Okay. <laughs> illusionist, I lost my pair of goggles. Can you make me a new pair? Of course, darling. You never gave them away. It was all an illusion. <laughs> there they are again. <laughs> So, uh, so I guess I have my handle on the my you handle. Hand on the handle. Yes, you do. Please roll me another D one hundred. And just give me a second, because as I told you, clicking the right. <laughs> should should have got you to to roll this before you put the goggles back on. <laughs> Here we go. We got a seventy-two. Seventy-two. Okay. Do Interesting. Okay. As you... Okay, so you are still in the barn. But uh, it's sort of the rest of the world kind of fades away around you as you touch this door. And you try the handle. And it does not open. I will knock. Nothing happens. I will say... So, it's not open, nobody's there, so probably I'm the one that is inside. Is anybody out there? I mean, I am. I'm right here. God. It's like you never left. Um This, mm. I thought there was a dynamic to follow. Yes, there is. Uh, do you mind elaborating on that? I would have thought a, a professional acquirer of artifacts <laughs> would know a locked door when they saw one. Agory puts on a pair of leather gloves, which he's not going to use because he's going to use his mage hand. And <laughs> just just use, the sass, I'm going to put the gloves on. <laughs> you can use mage hand to uh, open the door, like uh, try to find if it's locked. And if so, then use my tip tools to open it. Yeah, your mage hand tries and confirms that the, it's just a locked door. So uh, I, I will say I open my invisible jacket. <laughs> Oh, I guess I have some <laughs> po uh, pockets and the mage Where? hand. Sorry, I'm sorry. Augury, augury, canonically topless. Where are these pockets? <laughs> In my trousers. Okay. <laughs> uh, so um, the mage hand retrieves my tip tools and it starts mm. like. Tip, 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 tip. Mm. And are you? I, I 
I'm assuming the answer is yes, but are you proficient in these tools? I absolutely am. Great. In that case, I'm not going to make you roll for it because if you fail, then we're just sat here for another half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it takes you a little moment, but uh, because this is this is a lock unlike anything Augury has seen before because it is from a different plane. Yes. So I guess Augury is quite curious. Mm. So it's not about opening it. So he will take a minute to see the door. Is the door just a door or is any like inscription, something that I could learn out of it? Like when is a door ever just a door? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's like the others. It is this um sort of out of place in the barn that it's in, but it is this big, heavy silver door um with these sort of swirling carvings in it. Um, if I may, I guess I have some parchment and a piece of charcoal, mm. and I'm gonna put the parchment on top of the one of those swirling decorative things, and I'm just gonna try to get the the negative. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just gonna put the date on the other side, and mm. um, put it back in my pocket and finishing the job. The uh, the illusionist is stood in the corner, sort of not using clipboard or a paper, but just sort of holding her hand out and like using a finger to write on it as if she's taking notes. <laughs> and then you eventually, you sort of, yeah, you um, you take a minute to examine this lock, and you, whilst it is an unusual lock to you, it still functions like a lock like you would expect a lock to do like you don't have to use magic to open it it's literally just a locked door a but uh, yes. yeah it's it's a tricksy and interesting one as well uh oh well there you go i mean we you know some of these are much easier for for some than others obviously this is rather your niche but uh, you'd be surprised how many people are completely flummoxed by just a simple locked door so we had to include it you understand I mean, this is an elegant solution to keep things safe. Not from me, but usually. Hmm. Well, exactly. You don't know what's hiding behind the next one. On that note, roll me a D100, darling. Uh, we absolutely roll those things that you say, which <laughs> may or not be... Oh, no, no, no. I think, well, the thing is, Augury uses dices mm. to cast their portent dice ah yes 52 52 aha okay so you've clicked the lock you open the door you head in and you the first thing you notice is this dramatic drop in temperature. It wasn't particularly hot in the farm, but it wasn't, it was sort of a natural ambient outdoorsy, like a balmy day. But entering into this new room, it is cold. And you see ahead of you, thick icy walls with these odd blue fire torches burning in sconces along the walls. And they highlight at the very other end of this long corridor, there is another silver door, the way out. 
however. Along this corridor between you and the exit, the slippy tiled floor is covered with jumbled letters. There's one per tile. First thing is that the illusionist would, is the illusionist around, right? Yes, looking at. They will notice um, nipples. <laughs> for of course. Days. Uh, That's the okay. first thing they notice. Go like ding, 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 ding. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, just like last time. A little chilly. And then... Um, we are we are talking like just like last time in the it's cold and not just like last time in ooh a puzzle I'm excited <laughs> and it's cold yeah okay fine good um may chant mm. I'm gonna start touching the tiles <laughs> just tapping them just I'm making some pressure you know interesting roll me a I'm gonna do this. Yeah, roll me a d20. This is not, not, not a modifier or anything like that. This is just like a a chance. Ten. Ten. Oh, okay. Early even. So uh as your mage hand starts like tapping on the tiles, um you immediately notice like a few of them are fine, and then the others, this jet of, uh, of cold, icy air shoots up and uh, and your mage hand, you see it kind of freeze through. Um, is your mage hand corporeal? Is it an actual hand? No, it's invisible, it's, it's magic. A magic invisible one, that's fine. So, um, yeah, you... As it's in... Yeah, because I, I know... Uh, yeah. The... Even the mage hand is invisible. You see, like this um, jet of cold air, like kind of whooshes around it as if it was there yeah. physically. So you see that if if it was a corporeal thing, it would have got frozen in place. I look at Nyx. That's why you send the beefy on top. Uh, sorry, the, the beefy up front. Bzz, bzz. Uh, um, I guess with my eighteen in intelligence, I can figure out that out and push. The ones that, just to confirm that I'd mm-hmm. say, and I look at the illusionist and say, like, one gold piece that I can run and don't get burned. I mean, I have very little value for gold, but I am excited to see. You're a wizard, aren't you? Are you not? It's interesting. It's very interesting. Yes. You're deciding to run across when you could just try and solve the riddle. This is very interesting. But please, yes. Uh, I can make a gold piece if you make it across. So, Oguri, being the cocky ass that he is, he thinks it's done. So he will just jump into the tiles that are safe. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's let's make this a roll. Actually, first of all, what is Augury's passive perception? Passive perception is... 18. Okay. Wow. So, and, and then I would like you to... 
No, I will. We'll deal with this first. So, uh, passive perception. Looking around, um, you would you would notice actually on the side of the wall, it is in ice, but it's carved in. So it's like not an obvious picture that is hanging mm. here, but you do catch in the light the outlines of some scratchings um, of what could be writing on the wall. Would you actually care, or would you be like, no, I've got my way through. I'm going to go. Alguri will go through, but Nyx, who is wiser and older <laughs> than myself, will probably have a look and be like, once um, Alguri is halfway, uh, Nyx would be like, have you noticed this, you know? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. In that case, then, please make me both um, an intelligence... Uh, yeah, make me an investigation check... So roll an investigation check and then a dexterity check, acrobatics or athletics. So Auguri got a 25 in Great. investigation. Great. And I'm going to use acrobatics for a 15. Cool. Okay. So um, your mage hand has figured out exactly the safe route to go. So you immediately like, right, yes, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, bam, I'd be across. Um, you get about three quarters of the way across, uh, doing a little like what, what, what? Actually, what? How would Augury? Is Augury like a full-on acrobatics, like backflips? Are you going like Catherine Zeta-Jones and entrapment, or are you just like kind of doing a little hoppy, hoppy stepping stones? <laughs> so, uh, from its uh, rogue training mm. or self-training, it's a little bit of um, flourishing. So he will do a little bit of backflips and handstands and car wheels. Yes. Great. I think on like one of the um, the handstands, uh, just as you're about to push off and, and flip onto the, the next one, your hand just like slips because it is a slippy tiled floor. So you make it about three quarters of the way across and you're like, ah! and then you, um, you manage to recover yourself. So you're not entirely in the icy jet, but you do just, ah, you take that big, um, a whoosh of ice up your back and you sort of stand there and that's the point at which Nyx goes uh, so first uh, it takes a couple of seconds to for uh, Augury to recover and stand up but then because of the eyes you know sometimes you stick your your finger to the ice and it sticks mm -hmm. So and also because of all the flip, uh, flip backs etc um, Augury is a little bit uh, swept in so mm -hmm. that quickly freezes mm -hmm. and it takes a while like <clears throat> and then you can see there is a little bit of skin missing on oh. on uh, augury what did you find and then i will change mm -hmm. I, I would perceive through um so nix nix looks up um, it, it is a little taller than than Nyx, but I'll be kind. The illusionist will um, uh, will pick Nyx up, so Nyx can read it properly. And you see carved into the wall, into the ice, um, it says, "What am I seeking from across the multiverse?" Mm, I guess if you ask that to a cat, they will probably say. 
success. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> um, but then... Nyx is not the one that has written that message. Oh. Who is on the picture? Or who is on the painting? It's not a painting. It's writing carved into the ice. What am I seeking from across the multiverse? Uh, interesting. So uh, Nyx doesn't give a shit about this because cats are <laughs> on top of everything in this world. Sure. So before Nyx, he Nyx starts is like, yeah, before uh, they start like uh, cleaning themselves, I change back to my to Augury. That's an interesting question. I guess I want to. Sh- With with your, what's your passive investigation? Uh, <laughs> it never gets it never gets asked. <laughs> uh, Twenty. Yeah, with that, um, it's the illusionists' temple of truth. It's the illusionists' puzzle. So, you're thinking about what is the illusionist seeking so, above all things? I think they're looking for knowledge. I mean, probably it's knowledge, but I, I wonder if Oguri is going to take this personal after being, you, you saw the child, child, which mm. is Oguri's, and then the farm, which is Oguri's past. So probably this time is Oguri's future. So Oguri will say, um, I'm looking to demonstrate that I'm worthy, that I'm not just uh, one more. And I don't want people to miss, no, underestimate me again. Does Augury say that out loud? Yes. Oh, darling. I didn't know that this little word puzzle would uh, elicit such uh, such deep soul searching from you. That is sweet. That's worth knowing. Well, thank you very much. I mean, for that, I'll let you know. You were you were onto something. The answer is knowledge. So you can just if you, and as you look down, you see like there's the um, like D, G, and E are the next letters that will allow you to get safely to the end. You know that. You, you were onto something. You could have got it, but um, thank you for you know spilling your soul to me. I definitely won't misappropriate that uh, that juicy little tidbit at all. And Oguri inside himself is like, I knew, I knew, mm. I knew, and walks to the next door, and uh, he waits for Nix. But I think at this point, Nyx is really comfortable on the illusionist arm that Nyx is like, you are alone with this shit, you know, like, my ship is over, you do you. <laughs> oh, do you not want to? Okay, well, don't worry, we can get across the other side. And uh, the illusionist is just next to the door, still holding Nyx. <laughs> with uh, that. Um, I open the door. Uh, I'm going to actually, I'm going to pluck you out again. I'm going to invoke talking as a free action, and I want to ask Ali another question. So there. <laughs> Hi, Ali. <laughs> hey. 
we're, we're, we're starting to run out of time, so I wanted to I wanted to ask you about some other stuff. Now I'm I'm going to go off piste and not ask one of the questions on my list of questions. Ha <laughs> Rogue, you can't stop me. I have the power. Um, because so obviously we're chatting to Augury today, but you're also in uh, Sean's current campaign, uh, a fell tide rising. Yes. Um. So yeah, Lorena. Um. It, so Sean's campaign. Um, it's been different mm-hmm. and has given us a chance to do a lot of uh, role playing that we usually don't see much in sense of um, for time uh, restrictions, right? You need to get to certain points, but with this one, we just feel free to uh, do the RPs. And so the game we have Ed, Lola, uh, Chrissy, Liz, and myself, and I think we created this safe space to 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 walk into the rp and it's been amazing playing lorana it's been a little bit of different to me because i usually don't play clerics so i played oric silvermane uh, as a peace cleric but it was one shot so probably the backstory don't play much of a game there but well, then in this one where uh, is um, Lorana uh, is a uh, cleric warlord, this sort of relationship with uh, the god Aphrodite is so to me so tender and so like uh, caring. And yeah, it's been it's been it's been different. I mean, clerics are totally different to bards. Let me tell you that. Oh yeah. It, I, I only play bards like in my home home games. But then playing the um, this cleric has been it's been different. It's been giving me the chance to be like, I, I can take care of these people. Or, not that I, I have to, but I want to take care of these people. And that sort of keeping you on the edge of how you're going to manage your resources, although because you are the healer, right? Mm-hmm. So you are usually the last to to fall. So it's been, it's been challenging, but also really enjoyable. Yeah. I, having been playing a cleric myself on Mithranor, I've, I, I didn't expect it, but I've fallen in love with uh, with playing clerics. Although Eldrathne has paladin as well, so I still get to hit things really hard. But also, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm finding them really fun. I wanted to give a shout out to Sean's portrayal of Aphrodite as well, because that could have been something like really obvious and like super sexy, and and I think it was just really fun and refreshing. So we we talk about it, and uh, yeah, we wanted to to go for the maternal sort of representation of yes, of, of course, it's love and sometimes sexuality, but we didn't want to go to the slutty part. Sorry for the word. Uh, we wanted to go to more this like caring and less sexual, if that makes mm-hmm. sense, because of course, love comes in different representations. So yeah, yeah. and also you don't have to be you know, curvy, swervy, hips and stunningly beautiful to be sexual. You can, like, anyone can be sexual. So and I think every time that I have interacted with Aphrodite is in the kitchen, like, really mothery, really like, oh, yeah, yeah I will take care of you. Like, oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. It's amazing. Um, and speaking of, I mean, we're getting close to the end of time and I appreciate we can't uh, talk about it too much, but... Speaking of campaigns where there's been plenty of opportunity for role play as opposed to lots of fighting, I think you might be DMing in a couple of weeks. <laughs> a little summit yeah. something. Uh, this is the first time that I uh, do like a 
well, of course, a streaming thing, and this with Troll Together. And I think I'm really fortunate to be uh, to have this amazing cast, which wing wing you may be in presence of one of them and yeah so i um i'm running this sort of uh, mystery investigation um for partners um there's gonna be aberrations around so if you like those sort of it's not terror per se but a little bit of um gore and this descript descriptive uh, scenes so with eyes and tentacles this is for you um i expect this to be uh, like the beginning of a longer arc but um so far what we have recorded no spoilers i've been enjoying it so much and yes i don't know i mean what can yeah, i say i i have as well it's 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 been dark and wacky and I am here for both of those things. So um, the name is uh, Divergent Dream. Mm -hmm. And we'll see how divergent things <laughs> Oh, uh, Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, so far, I can say that every time plans diverge from one mm -hmm. plan conversation. It's like, I'm in love with this. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a standard uh, DM thing anyway, right? It's like you do all this prep and the players are like, but I want to look at the shiny thing over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the shiny thing is <laughs> yes, amazing. Um, yeah. So obviously that that's we've got the rest of Feltide Rising to happen first, and so the schedule is still. Um, but keep an eye Watch out it. in a, in a few weeks uh, for a divergent dream. Um, that is this is pretty much all we've got time for, Ali. So um, I know, I know, it went so fast. Uh, so, is there anything that you, Ali, would like to say before, or like shout out, other than what we've just been talking about? Or... Uh, not really. Just follow us on social media, watch the previous shows, and here we are doing all of this for you guys. We love you. Absolutely. So the uh, the illusionist will uh, will pick up augury, and you'll appear back in front of that silver door. And as Augury opens the silver door, it is actually a portal. Augury, darling, this has been a delight. Thank you so much for having a little play. And thank you for bringing Nyx as well. It's been so fun meeting you both. Unfortunately, this is the end of the line. That sounds a little dramatic. I, I mean, this is, you're going home. Back to the back to the train, actually. So end of the other line. <laughs> and... Uh, Thank you, audience, for watching Talking is a Free Action. Thank you for joining us. You'll find us here every Friday, 6 till 7 p.m. BST. And on Mondays and Tuesdays, 6 till 9 p.m., we are streaming our D&D &D games, our documentaries, where you can follow the adventures of Lorana, we previously spoke about in A Feltide Rising. That's on Tuesdays. And on Mondays, I'm just double-checking, yes, we are still in the swing of the wreckage of Mithranor, which is very dramatic. There's all <laughs> sorts of things happening. There's gods, there's there's robots, there's all sorts of nasty things. So do come and join us for that. 
All of these streams happen here at twitch.tv forward slash RollTogetherRPG. VODs are available immediately after the stream to catch up and on YouTube and podcast players as well. Thank you ever so much again to our D20 Club on Patreon. You can also be as wonderful as they are by joining them. You can support us from as little as one gold piece or your whatever your local currency is per month. <laughs> Thank you also to our sponsors and supporters. Augury. Here is the final portal just ahead of you. Do you have anything else you'd like to say to the audiences that have watched you this whole time? Uh, thank you very much, especially you in the back. Yeah, the one with the sign. Yes, I love you too. Uh, Augury uh, is a uh, divination wizard, so they have portent dice. Mm. And this morning they roll a natural one in one of them. <laughs> so uh, out of the pocket, they retrieve a D20 with a one, with only ones on the side and it's gonna throw it to the illusionist just take it <laughs> get it out of here <laughs> <laughs> oh th thank you hmm. and I walk through the door uh, before you go though darling remember the ancient question master proverb always stay classy at the table and you walk through mm -hmm.